pressure from Thomas off the edge. Eli Manning stays on his feet, airs it out down the field. It is caught by Tyree. Inside the 25 and a timeout taken. Max, it is Super Bowl week. And just a quick history lesson for you. That is now 13 years ago on February 3rd where my New York Giants in the greatest Super Bowl to ever be played as the major underdog. I don't know if there's been a bigger underdog in sports history prevented perfection. The first 19-0 team. My New York Giants did that. My New York football Giants, Max, that one's for you. Thank you. Did that in Super Bowl 42. It is Super Bowl week, Max. How you doing? You got anything planned for the Super Bowl? Uh, uh, no, I'm doing good. Uh, I don't know what's really going on. I haven't really heard anything from my friends. So if my friends are listening, you know, after this, you hear this, give me a text because I got nothing. <laughs> no idea. What about you? Um... I think I'm hosting, and I know. Oh wow! I know Look people. You. I know. Yeah, I know people. You know, in the government are listening right now. So don't worry. It's uh, you know, the maximum for pandemic times. <laughs> but um, but it's be um, like the Michael Scott uh, dinner party at your house. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But no, just got a lot of uh. I'm in the process of getting a lot of food, a lot of like frozen finger foods, but definitely like wings. I think I'm making chili. So should be a good time. Should be a good time. Yeah. But um, most importantly, sick invite. Yeah, sick. I mean, you're always welcome to come to DC. But um, <laughs> I, I honestly, I just really am hoping for a good game because I'll tell you what, Max. I know there are plenty of people out there who watch it for the commercials. To me, the commercials have sucked in recent years, and then the yeah. halftime show. Listen, I I like I like the weekend. I do. To me, a concert on TV is nothing, like, special to me. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, yeah. I, I would get in for a week, the weekend in person. But on TV, I'm like, all right, this is, like, whatever, I guess. Yeah, I feel like during, like, the 90s, like, when Michael Jackson did it at one time, yeah. I feel like it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I don't really, I mean, besides the Janet Jackson, uh, Timberlake thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, other than that, though, I feel like, yeah, I kind of just, I mean, I like the weekend, too. I just feel like I just—it's just like kind of background music, really. And really, Max. Um, and then we'll move on. But I—I I know that ever since the Jan- Janet Jackson incident, I, I remember that uh, I was a kid and I was in shock. What happened? I didn't really understand what happened. But I know that after that, they—the NFL wanted to be a lot more conservative and take less risks. For who they book. So I also feel like that doesn't help them as well. I feel like they're starting to get get out of that as well. But again, I, I don't think that they really want to be taking any chances of another incident like that happening again. But Yeah, I don't either, yeah. But Max, we will preview the Super Bowl later in the show. We'll also talk about the NBA and your Miami Heat struggles. I want to discuss a little bit about the Baseball Hall of Fame and have a debate and see what your thoughts are about cheaters 
when I say cheaters, I basically mean steroid users, if they should be elected into the Hall of Fame. But we, of course, will be starting with our list of the week. And since it's Super Bowl week, I want to do something championship-based. So I decided to... We are going to break down our top three favorite championship moments that we've seen. However, however, the one rule was one of the three had to be a championship moment for for a team we do not root for. So it cannot be one of our favorite teams. Now, that's pretty easy for me because my New York Knicks have not been anywhere close to the finals, so I didn't have to worry about that. Baseball, I have one for my team, and football. But, Max, I'll start off with you. Number three on your list. Number three for me, and you're going to like this one, it's got to be the uh, David Tyree catch. Wow. Really? Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I know what you say. It was 13 years ago now or what it was? 13 years ago, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I remember watching that, like, with all my friends at my house, and I just, I couldn't believe that happened. Greatest play. Greatest play. In not only Super Bowl history but NFL history, and yeah, yeah no, I, it, it was. <laughs> it, it's just looking back on it now, it's like kind of funny how that, like, how it all broke down. Also, Max, not to sound like one of our like parents or something, but can you believe that that's thirteen years ago? No, I know that's <laughs> damn. We're old. Yeah, yeah, but all right, number three for me, Max. And it was it was a tough one because both of them had to do with title droughts coming to an end, right? And I know you're not really a baseball fan, and I know that the majority have lost interest. The interest in baseball overall has decreased over the years. But a close one from uh, number three on my list could have been the Chicago Cubs finally ending their drought against the Cleveland Indians in the World Series. They had 108 years without winning a title. And I don't care who you root for, unless it's the Dallas Cowboys, you do not deserve an entire century without your team winning the championship, winning the whole thing for their respective leagues. So that was a very close number three. But I decided to go with the Cleveland Cavaliers and then Cleveland's sports title drought by beating the Warriors and coming back down from 3-1 because I looked at that and there were so many aspects of that finals that made it that much greater. First off, the Cubs versus Indians, I would have been happy with either team winning because both, again, at that time, the uh, the Indians were coming off a Cavaliers finals win, but it still had been a couple of decades since they last won their last title. But Chicago ended up, so I was okay with that. No team in NBA history coming down, back down 3-1 in the finals was another ever in any postseason series. So that was another aspect for me. But I think the biggest one is the Indians, I don't hate. The Cleveland, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> no longer the Cleveland Indians, the Cleveland baseball team. There you go. Yeah. The Warriors, by far, are my least favorite NBA team to ever exist. Oh, we can tell. Because Yeah, because, you know, that 
glorified Harlem Globetrotter Steph Curry, you know, people just let him get a pass. Everyone wants to say that he's in the class of his own, yet he was a main reason why the Warriors choked and blew a 3-1 lead. So I think that and LeBron bringing a title back to his hometown were the breaking points for me, the tiebreakers for me. Yeah, that's so sweet. Yeah. All right. Okay. You got two with him. Will you just be thankful and move on? It, it, it's not that. It's, it's City of Cleveland. Him going back there was whatever. Oh, my God. Would you? I just said that Cleveland, not, not just one Cleveland team, Max. Cleveland sports had a title drought. Come on. It's a dump. It's a dump. Well, okay. right, am, I, am I doing number two? Number two, yeah. Number, number, number two, okay. <laughs> First championship in franchise history, uh, 06. Okay. All right. I was a little kid. It was very exciting. Uh, you know, Dwayne Wade, 24 years old, had a, had a, he was the last one to have a Michael Jordan-type finals. And uh, it just... <clears throat> It made me become even a bigger fan, even though Victor likes to tell our listeners that I was a fan during the LeBron years. Yep, after the uh, decision, but, Max bought his first heat jersey. Yep, but no, 06, it was, uh, yeah, I was a little kid. I, I couldn't believe that, you know, one of my teams who I liked actually won a championship that I can remember. And, uh, yeah, it was just it was just cool. It's like your first, you know, it's like your first girlfriend, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I can see that. I, I agree with you because, uh, you know, my first championship that I witnessed is on the list. But Max, can I just go back to a point that you just said that you tried to slip in, please? Yeah, go ahead. Dwayne Wade had the first finals performance comparable to Michael Jordan. Yeah. I mean, Max, I think you're disrespecting guys like Shaquille O'Neal who had a couple oh, of great performances in those Lakers titles. That Talking about for a guard. What? For oh, guard. you said for a guard? Okay, okay. I thought yeah. you just meant um, no. general. Okay, then I apologize. That's fine. All right, so that's a good number two. I, I like that one. And to be honest with you, I think I know what number one is going to be. But number two for me, and they ended up losing the series, and it's still a tough series for me to talk about, but... Game three, the only game that the Mets won, David Wright hit a World Series home run. Now, again, there were plenty of special moments throughout that postseason run that maybe are a little bit more memorable. But, Max, I I think it was last week's list. Yes, because we did favorite player without rings. David Wright was so much more than just the Mets' third baseman. I never grew up idolizing and pretending to be many players like when it came to football I never looked at myself and wanted to be like a Justin Tuck or Michael Strahan or model my game after Eli Manning David Wright I picked number five each time because that was his number loved playing third base even though I could never throw the ball accurately the first and made every single error known to man but his batting stance everything about him and he just again in their darkest days as me as a fan I always kept somewhat involved because of David Wright so when he hit that hit his first World Series home run with the team after all he's been through from the dark days the team losing to the back injury earlier the uh, the back injury diagnosis from earlier in that year that was a great moment for David Wright and number one for you Maxwell 
Well, I, you know, this is pretty. This is an easy one. It's got to be. Uh, even though it's a game seven, got to be game six. Ray Allen's uh, jumper. Yep, I, I, I would have. Yeah. If if we were taking <laughs> bets, yeah, yeah. I uh, and yeah. now Max, can I just ask you what? Do you even remember that moment? Oh yeah. I, oh yeah. You, you actually want me? To, I have a story for you. Yeah. No, I would love to hear. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we were actually at my friend uh, Nick Chilson's house at a pool party before. And technically, well, not technically, most of the time when I have, when the Heat played throughout the week, weekends, whatever, summer, you know, playoffs, I don't like leaving my house. I stay home. I let my friends go out. I'm like, yeah, I'll go out next weekend, tomorrow, whatever. For some reason, I'm like, you know what? It's game six. I've been a madman watching these games by myself. Enjoy yourself. Go Go to this pool party. You know, try to relax, whatever. When the game gets going, you know, maybe maybe sneak off and go, like, uh, in the living room, watch a game, whatever, you know. I, I was watching. I, slowly, people were coming around me. I'm like, no, 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 please leave. Do not watch the game. Put it on another. Watch it in someone else's room. I don't like I, – I'm even like this now. Do not watch a game with me. Please, nobody. Leave me alone. Let me watch. And then this is when, uh, you know, the heat was start choking. They were doing terrible. So – the girl I was talking to at the time, she's like, "You want?" She's like, "You can just take me home if you want to, because I can tell, like, you know, this is this is gonna end well for you." Like, you, I'm like, "Yeah, I'm like, let's let's leave." So I took her home, whatever. Came back, watched the last couple of my the thing, whatever. She calls me, and she's like, "Are you actually like okay? Like, you're you're like pale as a ghost." Like, I don't want to say anything in the car, but like this and ever, I'm like, "Yeah, it's just I don't know." I go, "This team, I just can't do any more with them, whatever." Next thing I know, I'm screaming on the phone. I'm not saying your name, but uh, <laughs> I'm like, Ray Allen hit the shot. I'm jumping up and down, losing my damn mind over time. Oh, I, I couldn't talk for like a week. I was screaming so much. And then they won the championship. Then they won the finals. Actually, I was at uh, game seven. I was that not wasn't at my prom. It was a uh, it was my junior year. I got I went to prom with a girl. I watched sick brag. the whole sick brag. <laughs> uh, Why? Well, I'm just listen. Details matter. <laughs> Continue. I'm so sorry. I watched. I watched the first through third quarter on my phone, and we, we went to the Holiday Inn. So the fourth fourth quarter, I went down to the hotel bar and watched the fourth quarter. I was gone for like an hour. <laughs> I didn't drink though. I was only I was only seventeen, so everyone calmed down. Max, honestly, <laughs> hell of a story. I love yeah. that. I love that <laughs> because you know why? I would every single thing you said. Except, Max, I'll be honest with you, every single thing you said, I would have done too, except I, I really don't think I would have left my house for that party. I re- yeah, Because I I, I'm, I'm psychotic like that too, Max. I do not, yeah. especially for a playoff game, dude, no way. No way. I know. I, I, I was surprised even. Well, it was a nice day out. My friends were going, I'm like, you know what, eh, the game don't start till 6. We went over there like 3 or 4 o'clock, I think, I, around that time frame. I'm like, hey, you know, whatever. And then, yeah, it was just, yeah. never again. <laughs> yeah, and also, um, I don't know if you were just kidding about uh, not drinking or not. Another thing is, I can't watch my team when I drink because, again, like like what you said. Oh no, yeah, I don't, when, I don't either. When they piss me off, I'm just that. I, then I'm a bad drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, yeah, I I figured that was number one for you and Max. If you can guess what's number one for me, I kind of talked about already. Obviously, the helmet catch. Right there with it, though, too, is four years later, they once again defeat Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and the Patriots during the peak of their dynasty. 
another I mean both Super Bowls Eli Manning game winning fourth quarter drives okay two Super Bowl MVPs one of only five players that ever do it in NFL history first ballot Hall of Fame Ben Roethlisberger doesn't even compare it to him Phil Rivers doesn't compare to him okay Drew Brees and Rodgers as great of quarterbacks as they are only one Super Bowl win only one Super Bowl MVP I mean, what else can you say about the man? What else can you say about that moment? It's a team sport. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I just remember. I remember everything about those games. the The constant pressure on Brady, Justin Tuck, my favorite player ever, ever, getting two sacks in each of those Super Bowls. I mean, just amazing. All right, Max. I like both of our lists, and again, I'm hoping for a really good game. We'll talk about the Super Bowl later in the show. But Max, I I wanted to touch upon this because I ran a poll last week. Actually, the news broke right after we finished recording. Otherwise, I would have asked you on the spot. And again, I know you're not the biggest baseball fan, but we, we could use it for any sport. For the first time... In 61 years, first time since 1960, no players were elected into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Roger Clemens received the highest voting percentage this year. However, he did not get in. Now, there's a lot of speculation on what on what reason why he didn't get in. Some believe, including Schilling, believe he did not get in because of Stuff that happened post-career with his social media posts, with his uh, political views, thoughts, and ideas. But Barry Bonds also didn't get in. All-time home run leader in baseball history. He's on the records as the player with the most home runs in MLB history. Pitchers like Roger Clemens, who has a Hall of Fame resume, but again, linked to cheating. Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, Max. It's an era where baseball always turns a blind eye. And they didn't really punish the players during the era, right? Mm-hmm. All their records, all their stats, still in the same book as the players that did not cheat, that were not caught using performance-enhancing drugs. Do those cheaters, does Barry Bonds, Roger, Roger Clemens, with Hall of Fame resumes, deserve to be in the Hall of Fame even though they cheated? I would, I would, I would let Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame. Okay. Um, I, to my knowledge, I don't think he's ever failed a, a drug test. I mean, I, I know, like you know, the body transformation with him, whatever. But I mean, the, the guy at like thirty-seven. In the Mitchell so report, the in, in the Mitchell report, he was one of the players that tested positive for a performance-enhancing drugs. I will double-check with that, but I believe so. Oh, well, 
I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like, you know, the 90s, I feel like that era, too, was like everybody was kind of doing things that, like, you weren't supposed to be doing. But at the time, you weren't getting penalized until, you know, the Mets report came out, whatever. Uh, I just know when Barry Bonds was, like, 37, he led the league in on-base percentage. That's pretty it's pretty impressive being that age, and then nobody signed him the next year. But for Clemens, I don't know. He, he seems like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Clemens, he kind of seems like a little sleazeball to me. I, 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 don't, I don't really know. But, um, like, it's just, I don't know. I feel like the 90s was, like, a big era for baseball. And then, you know, everyone just likes to look past it, but the record's still there. But I feel like they're getting punished down because they're not getting in the Hall of Fame, so. Oh, here it is. According to the indictment, the anabolic ster- steroids were detected in bond system during a November 2000 test. That was almost three years prior to the implementation of testing program by Major League Baseball. So, Max, I think you touched upon a couple of things that I would like to respond to. And the first one you mentioned more recently, but baseball, okay, yes, Roger Clemens to me is an ultimate douchebag. I don't think that there's many people that have great things to say about Clemens. I don't like him because as a Mets fan, he threw a bat. At Mike Piazza. He beamed Mike oh, Piazza. Yeah, I about that. It's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> Max, remember that list where we came up with the top five names that yeah. we would like to punch? Every time I see Clements, he jumps to the top of the list. Honestly. Honestly. He just looks like the ultimate, ultimate douchebag. Seriously. Seriously. I would love nothing more than to knock him out. But, but. <laughs> Let's not use Clemens. Let's use. Let's use someone like, uh, just for namesake, Mike Piazza. Let's say he was a dick off the field, right? Let's say he was a douchebag, right? To me, that doesn't matter when it comes to Hall of Fame voting. To me, the Hall of Fame is not a more ta- uh, morality contest. It's not a popularity contest. It's what you did, it should be solely based on what you did on the field. Now, I'll go even more extreme. When it comes to legal stuff as well, even if it's a criminal, I still think that they should be allowed to be voted in solely based on their statistics, on what they did on the field as a ball player. I really do. I don't think that you should have the right to hold someone to a standard when it doesn't impact the level of their play. When the Baseball Hall of Fame is the best of the best of players. It it shouldn't matter about a, a man's personality. It shouldn't matter about whether they faced legal troubles or not. It shouldn't matter on what they think, what they believe. So if that's really why Kurt Schilling is being held out, then I disagree with that. I do. The second thing that you said, Max, is it wasn't it wasn't illegal back then. So I think that's another tough question to answer too, because oh, it wasn't legal. Uh, it wasn't illegal back then. There was no testing back then. Does it make it okay though? But at the same time, since there was no testing, since it wasn't illegal, who knows how many people were actually on this stuff yes they have a good amount of players but who the hell knows who you're facing as a pitcher or as a batter 
to say that, oh, this guy wasn't using stuff, so I definitely have an advantage. Maybe there were times where a steroid pitcher and a steroid player, uh, steroid batter went up against each other. Is that fair game at that point? Well, no, I got another question for you. Yeah. You're telling me you don't think there's one Hall of Famer that used steroids in right now? Like, look at Jeff Bagwell. He oh, was always Jeff Bagwell, uh, P- Pudge Rodriguez. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. I agree. No, I agree, Max. I think that there's, even if those two weren't the first ones, I think that there are cheaters already in the Hall of Fame, right? I mean, look at uh, I mean, look at some of the uh, early uh, 1900s guys. There's a bunch of racists in the Hall of Fame. Well, well exactly, and that's and that's my point, Max. It's not a morality. Uh, am I? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not based on your morals. It's not about the type of person. It's about how you were as a baseball player. You know, you don't have to like them, but based on the stats, probably deserve. If they're Hall of Fame worthy, they're Hall of Fame worthy, in my opinion. But Max. Yeah. No. I- I don't like Kurt Schilling either, but uh, just, you know, over a couple of years. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not a baseball historian, so I don't know if he's in the Hall of Fame. But they, they shouldn't look into, like, you know, the things he said or whatever because, it's you know, it's a baseball Hall of Fame. It's not, uh, you know, uh, how you feel about him personally, Hall of Fame. Exactly, exactly. And that's that's where, you know, you can't make it personal type of thing. But, Max, my, my thing is, and, and we don't have to spend too much longer, but I'm, I'm indifferent at this point. If they get in, they get in, right? Because baseball's biggest mistake wasn't holding them accountable at the time, right? If you're not going to put an asterisk, if you're not going to separate the names from cheaters uh, and non-cheaters, which, by the way, rest in peace to Hank Aaron. He passed away last week. Yep, R.I.P. The, you know, home run leader before Bonds. If you're not going to, if you weren't going to separate them at the time, then I'm sorry, how can you say with a straight face the all-time home run leader is not in that sport hall of fame? But yeah. if they don't get in, they don't get in. It's it's not like I'm going to lose sleep over it. Uh, to me, yeah. Pete Rose deserves to be in the hall of fame before. Oh, hell yeah. Guys. Yeah, that's the a fact joke, that but that's for another his, day. His ban is still going on. And again, I think it has to do more with the fact that he lied over and over about it. He deserves to be in the hall of fame. And my biggest problem with baseball is they're so – they're poorly run, and they have been from commissioner to commissioner last couple of commissioners. But their level of punishment isn't consistent with the crime. How do you not punish the Astros for their cheating scandal, the players that were involved, and then the guy who retaliates to what they did, they, they – they tarnish the integrity of the game, and then you suspend him eight games for throwing at one of their players. I mean, come on. So baseball baseball has a tendency to always screw things up. But I don't know. It's just it, it's a never-ending debate. I think also as we go through time, as the years start to you know separate from that era, I think people will be more forgiving as we get younger voters. But... I don't know. It, to me, it's one of those things. Listen, if you gave me steroids, yes, it would improve my strength and everything. Chances are I'm not hitting a baseball, let alone hitting a baseball 400 feet, 500 feet. So there's also that argument. They definitely had a skill to that game. They just took performance-enhancing drugs that made them throw that ball faster to hit the ball further. 
but they still were able to hit a 95 mile per hour fastball. They were still able to paint the corner of the strike yeah. zone. But all right, Max. Sorry, I didn't mean to go on a rant there. It's just no. I've been holding that in since last week, so I had a lot to say. But let's move on to the NBA. Max, again, were we about a quarter into this year's shortened NBA season? Yeah, tw- 20 games we're at right now. All right, so according to you, and I got to ask, just, just to be fair, Max, I asked you for some help on this, and you put in the NBA sucks this year. Now, does the season <laughs> suck, or are it's, you just upset because your Miami Heat suck? No, it's the uh, <laughs> it's just the whole thing. What they're doing, they're they're picking and choosing. You know the protocols. Uh, it's just uh, you know they're postponing games because your um, teams are team because yeah, of COVID, and I, they're just making up rules as they go. And it's just this this season is just I just it's just stupid. Now, Max, I I saw one of your tweets actually where you had a problem with the All Star Game. Yeah, that's a joke too. What are we doing? Wait, we really need like- to have an All Star Game during a, a, a pandemic. Like, what, what what are we doing? I mean, in Max, Atlanta, <laughs> Atlanta's a hot spot. You know how many parties are going to be there with people and shit trying what? to go to the par- trying to go to the uh, All Star parties and this and that. It's like NBA. What are we doing this year? I, I love Adam Silver. You know, the bubble worked, but this year is a complete joke. Like what? We need money that bad. I mean, you know what they do? Ha- have an all-star game. You know, ha- have the you know the starters, the bench guys, and then donate the money to some charity or whatever. You know, do that. You don't need a skills competition. Like, what are we doing? That's very true. The skills competition. It's just stupid. Yeah. Like, what? Do, I, I just. I'm sorry, to cut you off, Victor. But the NBA, like, you know, I love the NBA, but this year, it's just I, I, I can't do with it. The, the rules they're doing and the protocols, and they're just making up rules. Tyler Hero's girlfriend had uh, COVID. She texted him at halftime. And then he's still playing out there. It's like, what are we? It's like, oh, why? And and then uh, he he got to play yesterday. Which which I wish he did. He was terrible. Couldn't he couldn't guard you last night? And then uh, <laughs> well, she, then, then she she had two uh, false positives, whatever. And, and then the weeks ago, you know, the Heat played the Wizards. The whole team's shut down. They're playing G League guys here on Duncan Robinson with with only eight guys. The Wizards don't play basketball for almost a month, and now they're playing games left and right. It's like this season just it's just such a joke. It really, it just, it just annoys me. Now, granted, I know the Heat are been having pissed me off too, but half, half COVID, half is just stupid injuries they've got, and then the other half is just, I don't know, I, I don't know what the other half is, but I'm just, yeah, this, this season, I, I, it's just, it's a joke to me. But I still watch, so you know, I'm a sucker. <laughs> well, yeah, you still got to tune in, especially when it's your favorite sport. No, but Max, I, I just, here's the thing about the bubble and the All Star Game, right? You say, and it's like, oh, wow, that might actually be, like, one of the safest times for the league because they're all going to the same place and they'll probably be enclosed somewhat for the weekend or however long they're there for the All-Star festivities, right? Max, I was in Atlanta before Christmas. They are not strict at all with... The COVID guidelines at all. Oh yeah. So but, but let's have an All Star game there. Let's have one there. Yeah. Yep. So that is going to be very, very interesting to see how that unfolds. But they lead. They lead the league in strip clubs, Victor. It's a party <laughs> capital of the oh world. God. For the, the oh my God. The United States. What, what are we doing? Oh my. Do we God. think players are trying to sneak out? It's like what the hell. 
uh, Max, Max, I, 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 you want to hear a story real quick? Yeah. All right. So I was staying in, um, like downtown Atlanta, right? And when I go to the South, I, I always look up for like barbecue or something like that, wings and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. There was a place called Magic City Mike's a mile away from my place. Oh. Max, I walked there. First off, I definitely walked through the not best parts of town, right? Because there were some sketchy figures, uh, to put it nicely, as I walked by some places. I get to the building. It's all black. There's no windows, no nothing, The not very much lighting and all that. I walk through, and it's very dark lit, right? Finally, a manager comes in. He's like, Hey, what's going on, man? I'm like, hey, is this a restaurant? And he's like, it's a strip club with a full kitchen. I'm like, all right, thanks. Not really my scene at 6 o'clock at night, but I appreciate it, right? I told my friends that story. Dude, apparently it's a pretty popular NBA yeah. strip club. Yeah, it I- is. No, that's – I was just going to say uh, a lot of people say they have, like, the best chicken wings, like, in the area. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> that's – Yeah. That's so funny, dude, because I looked it up on like the GPS, the maps on your iPhone, and it said 4.5 stars, Like, and then the reviews said like great chicken wings. I was like, oh, word, this looks like something I could get behind, right? Dude, I could not believe it once I was there. Because, that's where, that's where uh, Lou Williams went to and got in trouble. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, yeah, getting back to basketball, I think it's, yeah, very, very questionable decision. And I, I understand your point too, Max, with, you know, why even bring everyone together, putting yourselves at more risk, especially with how many games have already been postponed due to COVID. I get it. Um, I still think it's nice. Max, have you heard if they're going to continue the All-Star game scoring as they did as last year where all the players were 24 and they, they played to whatever? Uh, I, I don't think they're going to be doing the 24 thing this year, but I think they I – I haven't heard anything about the the All-Star points thing. I mean, I think they, they will probably do it again because players seem to like, you know, actually kind of care – when they were doing it, but yeah, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about that yet, though. Uh, okay, because yeah, I know they did everything to honor Kobe, and I thought I thought they were going to continue it, but I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. But Max, all right. So there's still plenty of NBA season left, right? I, again, with with me, Max, I, I just I'm not really invested. It's hard for me to really get invested because, and again, I I think the Knicks are making some strides. I think quickly has been a great surprise. I think that at times Barrett has played well, right? I, I think Thibodeau has them playing hard most nights. But, uh, again, they're, they're very far away. Don't get me wrong. Mandy right now, to me, is very similar to college football. You know how it's sort of going to play out. Now, it's not as bad as college football. But, yes, I expect the Lakers. I expect, I mean, right now, maybe the Clippers, you know, playoff P. Uh, will uh, will disappoint again. I love how the Jazz went on that big win streak. Yeah. In the, even with Shaq calling both Gobert and Donovan Mitchell out, 
but again, I just expect I expect the same things to play out. So it's really hard for me to get behind these early season games. But Max, let's talk about some players that could be on new teams before the season ends. Lonzo Ball, JJ Redick, Pelicans are looking to possibly trade those two guys. Max, where do you see them going? Do you think either of them would be good on your Miami Heat? Yeah, I would. You know, I would really like the Heat to get a Lonzo. I think he'd be a perfect fit for Miami. They need a, you know, a starting point guard. They've been doing this point guard by committee thing for a while. I mean, when you have Bam and Jimmy bring the ball up and Hero, but they don't have like a true point guard. And Lonzo's not that type of point guard too, where he needs the ball in his hands. He likes finding the open guy most of the time, and he's a really good defender too. And the Heat, they need to get younger too. This, the, just the perimeter defense is they they just look so slow. And I'm sick of having Hero, Robinson, and freaking Olenek out there, center block feet. And Jimmy and Bam got to do everything defensively. So, sorry I went on a rant about that. But uh, for J.J. Redick, I don't get why the the, uh, the Nets would want him. They need defense. They, they don't need another three-point shooter who can't uh, defend. Um, I, I know Boston's looking at him. But, you know, yeah, that, that at the right price, that'd be good for Boston. And then I saw Philly, too. You know, he, had, he has ties back to Philly. Uh, he played there a couple of years ago. So I, I think Philly and Boston makes a little more sense. But Lonzo, you know, they're saying how Golden State has interest in him. Chicago, uh, the Clippers have interest in him. So I, I think Lonzo could be traded at the deadline because I don't know if you've been paying attention to the Pelicans, but it seems like they already quit on Van Gundy after 20 games. Yeah, Max, I actually, and, and again, uh, I'm always the first to admit when I'm right about something, like Aaron Rodgers. Um, but... Russell Wilson. Uh, 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 what? I said Russell Wilson. Well, Russ was let down by his team. Um, <laughs> but um, the Pelicans, I'll be the first to admit when I'm wrong, too. Pelicans uh, are disappointing me because I really thought that they could have been an exciting team this year. And uh, again, I don't know if, if it's Van Gundy. I don't know if you know it's poor team play but you know they're already looking to ship two of their guys they seem to already be in sell mode for with a couple of their pieces so yeah it's it's troubling in new orleans but i i think that you make good points on lonzo ball i think that the clippers are another team that you should uh keep an eye out on now i don't know how much they have to work with in terms of assets but We'll see if that they could make a trade for Lonzo Ball because they're another team, Max, we talked about that is in yep. desperate need of a consistent starting point guard. And you can't just throw Beverly out there night in and night out. I I think that he's stronger coming off the bench, both him personally and for the team. But Max, the Nets real quick. And I I agree with you. They don't. They they need defense because here's here's the Nets since the Harden trade, 122.6 offensive rating, best in the league right now. Would be the best of all time if they stayed at that pace. 119.9 defensive rating, worst in the league. Would also be the worst of all time if that stayed consistent. Max, that is another reason. Forget about their personalities, the drama that they have, the baggage that they have with Harden and Kyrie, right? Harden yep. is an 
awful, awful defender. I, I, the one defensive play, and I still can't believe it happened. I forget who it was against, but the one defensive play I've seen him make was Game 7 against the Thunder, where he blocked that shot, and he finally played defense, the first time in his career. When you play better teams, that's why I don't think the Nets are going to make the finals. When you get deep in the postseason, defense is still what wins you championships. I fully believe that. And Bolt and Harden specifically does not show up in the postseason. So his scoring will not keep up either. All right? They will not make the finals because of how bad they are defensively. They need to improve. Is that, is that a guarantee? I'll guarantee the Nets don't make the finals. Wow. All right. I like yeah. it. <laughs> 20 games in, Victor's already out. I like yeah. it. No, because Max, I re- I, I, I mean, I'm serious. I don't like it. it I, I think that adding him, right, early in the season, yes, I get it. Still, a lot needs to be worked on. I don't think that they have a complete roster. No, they, they definitely don't. Um, they they don't even need to be like top five or even top ten defensively. They can get in that top like fifteen range. That's all they really need because the way they score points, whatever. But what if I tell you if they get some buyout guys, like a couple three and D guys, and like uh, Andre Drummond? Well, do, is, is that uh, improving their defense, Max? What three and D guys? Well, yeah, and you just answered your own question, Max. Yeah, well, I'm just. I'm just saying because I don't want I don't want you you know guaranteeing something that people are, gonna, are in your mention. No, I'll, I'll take I'll take another look at it, but on what is it February second, twenty twenty one, I yeah. will guarantee that the Nets, if with the current roster that they have, will not make the finals. I like it, but yeah. I, I want to uh, backtrack just a little bit. Yeah, on, no on problem. The Pelicans thing. Yep. I just, I, you know, everyone, everybody loves David Griffin because of the deal he did with the Cavaliers. And I, I just laughed because people are like, oh, well, he got, you know, look at all the things he did. He traded two second-round picks for Timothy Mozgov. And after, when, when Cleveland won the, the ch- championship, I don't think he even played in the playoffs. Like, he, he, he pissed around picks like it was nothing to, to get just, you know, spare parts in that team. Now, mind you, they won championship. No one cares. But it's, it's only been, I think, two years now in New Orleans. This team, on paper, yeah, they got names on it. How does this team fit Zion or Brandon Ingram? You, you have Eric Bledsoe and, and Lonzo. Mind you, I'm more high on Lonzo than a lot of people are. Lonzo's a streaky shooter. I think Friday night he had like seven threes for 27, so he was going off. Eric Bledsoe, I liked him in uh, um, Kentucky, but ever since he got to the NBA, he's, injuries kind of rid him off, whatever. So you, you have two non-shooters for the most part. Ingram's not the best shooter, to be honest. And, and you have Steven Adams and Zion. How is there any spacing on, on that team? But, you know, everyone loves David Griffith because he talks to the media. It's like Daryl Morey. Oh, he talks to the media. So, you know, I, I love Griffith. It's like, well, no, he, he's, been a, he's done a terrible job putting this team together. I know they have all the picks from the Anthony Davis trade and and from the, uh, Drew Holiday, but that's great. You know, we, we do this thing in the NBA now, not not as, not as much in the NFL, but we have all these picks. Look, look at Boston with Danny Ainge all those years. Oh, well, you know, Danny Ainge has got all these picks. What do you do with them? Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, and they're not deep. They have no bench. There's not one. They have that Peyton Pritchard kid who's a decent backup point guard. But okay, you can find that in the second round. So I, I just well, you know, Griffin's got all these picks. Okay, this, this team sucks right now. You sign you signed uh, JJ Reck to, to I think eleven million a year, and he's not even playing for you for like the past week. You signed Jackson. You, you, they drafted Jackson Hayes to play with Zion. He's another Stephen Adams. Can't shoot. Yeah, he's a vertical spacer for you. But it's like you you, you got to find a stretch five yards with Zion and Brandon Ingram. And if you're gonna have two 
two non-true like Bledsoe and, and Ball out there. Like, what the hell are you doing? Oh, why is Zion playing good this year? Well, he has no spacing. He's a uh, Stephen Adams, uh, uh, just sitting in the paint. And uh, same thing with um, what's his name? I just said Jackson Hayes. And two non-shooters of butt, so I, I, I don't get it. And people are like, oh, well, is it New Orleans or is Stan Van Gundy not doing good? It's like, oh, maybe Griffin. Uh, Griffin picked his team. No, nobody's saying shit about him. Ran over. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. I, I found that to be uh, entertaining and informative, so I appreciate it. Max, since you're already on the roll, let me ask you this, because I, <laughs> I think that – I think that – not, not the same, not the same, but I have it noted here. I wanted to ask you about the Timberwolves, Max, because okay. I'm sorry. I, I just I, I thought something was trying to be made, right, once they traded for D'Angelo Russell and Cat started to play better. Where are they? Where are they? Like, what are they doing? Like... Are they going to blow it up? I, I, Again, it wasn't too long ago that I was hearing murmurs of Carl Anthony Towns and, and Nick Links. Now, again, that was just... I, I, I saw more of that because I would follow the Knicks feed and stuff like that, but I heard Carl Anthony Towns trade rumors as well. Where are they, do you think? Uh, they're kind of screwed, honestly. Uh, if I was them... I would I would have drafted Wiseman because I, I don't think Towns is going to be there for long. I, I just and I mean you know they put a lot of stock in uh, him and D'Angelo Russell and D'Angelo Russell's he's a kind of a whatever player. I know I know he made the All Star game a couple years ago with Brooklyn, but you know you let those two guys kind of run your franchise and you have Anthony Edwards. Who, yeah, he's a nice little player. He's better than I thought, but you know those guys like Lamelo out there who looks great. James Wiseman looks looks uh, pretty good so far with Golden State, and you know they didn't want to draft a point guard because they're going to accept uh, D'Angelo. Well, okay, cool. I, I don't, you know, so I, I think that this past draft is really going to hurt them down the line, and this draft too. Golden State has their pick, and you know it, it's a top four pick right now, or it's there's some uh, protections on it, so I have to relook at to see where they are. But no, this team they play no defense. It's just they have a lot of guys on that team who just want want to see the ball go in. Other than that, I mean, I don't think they have a coach that they really respect or really. I, I don't really. Uh, it's Flip Saunders' kid. But um, yeah, I just yeah. It, are they like the worst franchise in the past like t- past two decades? The they they very well might be up there, Max, because uh, again, I I just don't hear them, and again, I they started to make noise obviously ever since Wiggins got traded there. Carnathy Towns to me was always a off-brand Giannis, and De- that D'Angelo Russell trade, Max. I really thought that they were on the rise and that they were be they were a team to watch out for that could you know make some noise. Now, Max, I th- I think you're right after seeing a larger sample size that D'Angelo Russell great year that year with the Nets. I think we saw the best. I saw I think we saw the peak of what he was yeah. will be in yep. this league. But No, um no sorry cut you off. I just <laughs> it's just that team they have like 
they draft, they just signed Malik Beasley to like three years or four years, sixty million at the two, and then and then they draft Anthony Edwards. It's like it's like why even pay Malik Beasley that much money? Then you're going to draft a shooting guard too. I I just don't get like I, I don't get what that team has, has been doing the past couple of years or the, honestly since KG left. I have no idea what they've been. I don't know what the, what they're doing. Yeah. No, and again, you want to talk about like poverty franchises? I always talk about it in the NFL. You could say the Timberwolves are like a poverty franchise. Yeah, uh, they're just there. Yeah, they're just there to. They get a good player every couple of years, and then he leaves. Yep, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Because I don't think that there's really a market to play in Minnesota, and I thought that was even going to change with guys like Carl Anthony Towns, with guys like D'Angelo Russell. But but no, no. All right, Max, anything else you want to touch upon in the NBA before we move on to the NFL? Any more rants that you have for us? Uh, yeah, I got not a rant, but I just I really hope the Heat make a trade. Uh, I've seen enough of this team. It's just embarrassing. Oh, they're the worst team in the league guarding the three-point line. It's just embarrassing. Max, I last thing we do have to talk about this. I forgot. Bradley Beal stated that he wanted to yeah, I've had enough of him. Stay in Washington. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why have you had enough of him? Oh, I mean, this guy's been flirting with the freaking heat for the two summers in a row now. And then he gets him and his wife get all pissy that, oh, well, you know, people are forcing, you know, forcing Bradley to feel bad because, you know, he wants to stay with the team. When does Bradley Beal ever act like that during that Nets game? Bradley Beal has been the utmost citizen. He's been, you know, he's a good guy, doesn't do anything like that. The, the the next game, I, I watched that game. He, he didn't touch. The, he didn't score in the first quarter. I, I saw Russ was doing his little Russbrook thing, putting his head down, yelling, screaming. He, he would pass the ball. He would whip to somebody. Like he, he, he to me, it reminded me of Kobe Bryant, like in 06, 07, when he was pissed off. Hey, I had nobody on his team, so he just went or he would pass the ball at all times. He wouldn't shoot it. That's what it looked like to me. And then, and then you know, did you see that screenshot when the benches around uh, huddling? Yep over a timeout and he was sitting on the little table over there and then he, he's getting mad at the media for, for doing that. It's like, dude, okay. <laughs> the media's not telling you to do that. We, I don't, I don't know, Brad, we all have eyes. And so we all, we all kind of see what you're doing on the bench. And in today's, you know, social media world where Twitter, especially NBA Twitter is crazy. And then, you know, his wife, his wife on Twitter is flipping out saying, Oh, oh nobody yeah. watches basketball anymore. And, uh, you know, it's all numbers and whatever. And it's like, well, you know, I, I like Brad Beal. He's one of my non-favorite Heat players. But he puts up 35 in open games. But at the same time, I'm not I, – I know I know you're going to get all pissy about this one. I'm not a big plus minus guy, but he's plus four. So he's actually doing things that are, like, winning. Oh, but his team God. just sucks. Plus minus. Well, you know me, I, I don't like I don't like Trey Young. And his plus minus is always, is always terrible. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> but, no, um, but, no, like, I like Bradley Beal. But, like, he does this thing on Twitter, too, where he likes – himself in a heat jersey last summer and then he gets all mad when people call him out for it. uh his wife was liking heat tweets about bradley going to the heat and then oh nope, nope i want to say washington and then no, i don't want to trade it's like dude okay so you don't not everybody wants to play for a championship that's fine but but quit this flirting with leaving washington and you want to stay there for what westbrook on sorry victor what westbrook on his last legs in a team that's not good i i i'm just confused on why all of a sudden he's acting like this it's 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 pretty annoying no, I agree, Max. And uh, again, you, you know what you're doing as a player if you're yeah. going to like someone. And, and Max, let's be honest. Bradley Beal was not the first one to ever do that. Bradley Beal no. has seen the aftermath of what happens when players 
go out and like themselves in a different jersey or like tweets of their current situation with the team and stuff like that. The media hones in on it and blows it up into a bigger deal than it actually is. Bradley Beal knew the risk that he was taking. Let's be real. Maxo, I love him. I love him playing the loyalty game, right? I don't think it lasts. I No. I think that he will be traded, right? But I think there's a chance that he stays with them this year. I think he stays with them this year, too. I, I just listened to the podcast, and they were saying how he's more open next year. He doesn't want to pick up and leave his family during the uh, pandemic because you got two little ones at home, which okay. is, you know, I understand. I'll, I'll, you know, even though I'm going on a rant, whatever here, but um, I, I just don't, you know, it's just, to me, this says Kevin Garnett written all over. KG stayed in Minnesota three years before he even, he, he should have left. And, uh, you know, Bradley Beal's 27. This is the perfect time to leave. Now, we just talked about the, um, about the T-Wolves being a franchise. How about the Wizards? Yeah, they made a couple playoffs, but, they, you know, they've been, they've been pretty bad for our whole lifetime. Max, can I say that, you know who's actually a player I disliked? I won't say despised, but disliked. And I couldn't really give you a good reason. John Wall. John Wall was always a player that I thought, because of his college days, because of that song, that yeah. he got more attention than than he deserved. And 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 again, I'm not gonna sit here and rally off stats. I I don't I don't yeah. have that prepared. And again, I'm I might have been completely way off back then growing up and seeing him. There was just something about him that I didn't like. Now, to be honest with you, I'm kind of rooting for him now after the injury he suffered and going to Houston and now being the only guy on that team. I just never liked him growing up. I really didn't. But Max, yes. You know what? I didn't like, I didn't, sorry to cut you off. I didn't like that Wizards team for a while. Remember those teams when they had like Pierce and the Morris, uh, and that one oh, Morris guy yeah. who thinks he's oh, tough Pierce. and just yells yeah. at people? Yep. Yep, yep, like yep. it was that team. Like you know, they talked a lot of shit. Remember, they're saying uh, when it was Kyrie and Deion Waiters that oh, we're, we're the best backcourt in the league or something. It's like okay, you guys can't make it out of the second round for two years in a row. Keep, keep puffing your chest out there. You, you couldn't beat the Celtics team, who was one of the worst one seeds of all time, with Isaiah Thomas as your best player. Yeah, yep. Like you know, it's just you no. Know, you know what's crazy about that too? And then we'll go on to football. Is that John Wall was actually my favorite college basketball player of all time at Kentucky. I, I love watching him play. He got to the NBA. He started, you know what it is? It's at Kentucky. People at Kentucky who go there, they think they have this like allure around them because they went to Kentucky or whatever. And he's one of those That's guys. That's what so I can, mean, dude. Like, yeah. yeah. He, he talks a little bit too much, too. But nowadays on Houston, like you said, I've kind of, I mean, I always kind of still like John Wall. But I'm like, dude, just stop. Like, just be quiet sometimes. No, I I agree with you, Max. And, and you know what another thing was, um, him and Bradley Beal on and off, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it got better towards the end, but yeah, yeah. And, and then you see, you know, they still do their handshake when, uh, yeah, when they played each other the other night. But no, Max, I agree with you. And and uh, again, I I I'm not saying that I despised him like I do with Steph Curry or. You know, yeah. I mean, Paul Pierce when when oh. he was with the Celtics, but 
yeah, I just I, I would never say that he was one of my preferred players. And and I think everything that you said is what I thought. He he always had this sense of I don't even know if if it's cockiness, but this like way about him type of thing. It, it, it's Kentucky guys. They, yeah, they, a lot of them. Duke, just like Duke guys, they go to Duke, Kentucky. They think they're, you know, they come to the NBA. And it's kind of like, yeah, I went to Duke, Kentucky. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah, we're not kissing your ass anymore. You're in the NBA. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like they're used to being the big shots because they went to one of the best. Yeah, college basketball schools. They they won a championship actually. Uh, Demarcus Cousins, John Wall, correct. No, they lost. Oh the no, no, I'm thinking of Anthony Davis team. I apologize. Yeah, Anthony I Davis. Apologize. Did, yep. Yeah. But still, they were probably the coolest on campus type thing, and then they get to yeah. the NBA, and it's like, oh shit! But no, yeah, Max. But anything else? Uh, again, I'm not in a, in a rush. No, uh, we probably should touch on that uh, LeBron thing quick. Oh, so I mean, Max, very, <laughs> very similar to what you said about uh, Bradley Beal not knowing what was going to happen with him liking the pictures of him yeah. in the heat right okay real quick the incident lebron james got into a screaming match an argument with a couple of players um fans that were sitting courtside last night and afterwards uh lebron <laughs> tweeted out courtside karen was mad which i thought that was hysterical also audio of the incident had lebron calling the man he was arguing with, old steroid ass, which is hysterical, <laughs> yeah. hysterical, right? And, and and then again, LeBron kind of downplayed the situation, right? And then you have the woman who came out today and was explaining her side, right, Max? The only thing I have a problem with, and then you can say whatever you'd like, LeBron goes, I didn't think they deserved to be ejected. Okay, LeBron. You point out a couple of fans that were giving you a hard time that would nonstop heckle you, right? You point, single them out. You're LeBron James. Any sign of distress or or him being upset, you know they're gonna try to do whatever they can to appease him. So once he once he pointed at them in a angry fashion, right? You you knew those fans were gone. I'll yeah. let you say your yeah. piece. You know, it's funny that guy, uh, her husband, or the hell, what's going on with those two? Um, there was a video I saw on Twitter that he was heckling Kevin Durant. And he told him to shut up when he was on Golden State a couple years ago. That's great. That it's the same great. guy. And then uh, he posted on his Instagram too when uh, LeBron second time in Cleveland when they played the Hawks. And he is, it said something like, yeah, I can't stand this guy. He's, like, standing right by him on inbounds. So, yeah, this guy has it out for, like, NBA superstar for some reason. Well, Come, that, coming to Atlanta. Yeah, and even his, again, sugar baby or whatever she was, she even said that the guy had a problem with LeBron and she didn't. Ha- she doesn't have any problem with LeBron. Yeah. She, quote-unquote, doesn't, doesn't give a fuck about LeBron, right? But... <laughs> I, the whole situation is so stupid. But again, when, once again, LeBron's like, I don't think they deserve to be ejected. Well, LeBron, you're saying that after the fact, and too, what the hell did you think was going to happen, right? Well, yeah, this is this is why I love LeBron and his little LeBron sexual fans out there. 
LeBron is so passive aggressive, it's hilarious. And people are just like, oh, well, you know, you know, you see all those little LeBron sexual fans out there too, like sticking up for him and going at this girl. It's like LeBron can handle himself. I mean, people in Cleveland are throwing batteries at him when he's on the heat. You think this little IG model of the hell she is and some old go of some old guy heckling him, you know, it's just it's just Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. No, I know. I know. But Max, you know you know what is still and the only reason I bring it up and then we can move on. But you know what LeBron post game incident I saw again for the first time in a couple of years? Do you much do you remember how much flack LeBron got after the first finals they were in? They lost to the Dallas Mavericks, right? And this was the first finals after the decision. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the reporter was asking LeBron, what do you say to the fans that were rooting against you, happy that you lost? Oh, that was awesome. And LeBron was, goes... Yeah, I remember that. LeBron, that was awesome. LeBron goes, well, those people are just going to have to, you know, wake up tomorrow with the life that they have, and I'm going to wake yep. up with the life that I have, and they're just going to have to deal with Yeah, they were the same problems they woke up with last <laughs> yeah, yesterday. That was great. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it... <laughs> Such a great answer, but all right, Max. Anything else you'd like to touch upon? No problem. No, no. I'm uh, I'm all I'm all NBA'd out. They got they got to figure it out. And yeah. sort of the Heat. They do, they do, and yes, the Heat too. But again, Max, uh, I didn't mention it, but Butler just coming back from a ten game absence due to injury. Again, d- no argument. He's their best player on the team, so they they need to work some kinks out. But I think they'll be all right. Plenty of seasons still left to go. All right, Max, big news happened this week before we get to the Super Bowl. Matt Stafford, the 12-year vet of the Detroit Lions, was traded to the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams gave up their quarterback, their starting quarterback, Jared Goff, plus two first-round draft picks and a third-round draft pick. Now, Max, I was wrong again because I even... DM'd you and said the Rams were going to go all in on Watson. And that lasted a couple of days before I was proved to be wrong. Max, what were your, what are your thoughts on this trade? Uh, I like it for, for um, the Rams. Uh, you know, I think it's an upgrade. Jared Goff sucks. <laughs> Uh, I was—I don't know if you saw on Twitter, but people on Twitter were like losing their mind, like, "Oh my God, this set the market for the NFL." How, how many picks is Deshaun Watson worth? I'm thinking, to me, this is kind of like an NBA trade. Uh, you know, it's a bad contract in golf, and we want Stafford. You know, I, I thought Stafford would probably go to like a normal team, maybe like a first and third. You know, I think that's kind of like reasonable for him. My, you know, just what I think. And then the first rounder is like, listen. If you really want this guy, take take this bad contract off our hands. We give you another pick. That's kind of how NBA's deal work. And NFL people covering the NFL were like their mind was blown. Like two first rounders. Oh my god, for Matt Stafford. What, what's the market going to be for Deshaun Watson? I'm like, no, you idiots. It's because they're taking away a bad contract so that you got another pick out of it. But I, I like to move for um, the Rams, and then even for the Lions, you know, they, I, I'm pretty sure they can cut golf after golf after two years. So it's not the four-year commitment. Maxwell, how many first-round draft picks did the Rams give up for Stafford? 
Two. That is two more than the amount of playoff wins Matt Stafford has. Oh, Jesus. Here we go again. He I mean, the Lions has, haven't won a playoff game since, has, like, the 60s. He has 12 years under his belt. So the Lions. One, organization. one Pro Bowl. Three playoff appearances, zero wins, Maxwell. And how many head coaches? Max, this was a bad deal by the Rams. Now, I'm not saying that Jared Goff is better. I actually do think that this was a slight improvement. Slight improvement, right? I think that Jared Goff was had his hand held by head coach Sean McVay. But Jared Goff did earn my respect this past postseason by playing in a game, what was it, 12 days after getting pins in his thumb. He showed me he was a lot tougher than I thought he was. Max, I understand that Stafford only had a top 10 defense once in his career. I get that he has a solid running game. He has weapons to work with like Robert Woods, Connor Cooper Cup. I get it. He also had Calvin Johnson at one time, Max. Arguably one of the best to ever do it in the NFL. Max, do you know how many times he's thrown over 30 touchdowns in his 12-year career? Twice. I was actually going to say twice. The, n- uh, yeah, okay. Max, he has an injury history. He's not the most durable guy. This was a big risk by the Rams. And to be honest with you, and you can go after me, I still think that they're that they will be the third best team in their division. I won't say that they'll miss the playoffs, but they are the third best team in their division. Where do you believe the Rams are now in the NFC? I mean, I think they're be- I think they're better than Seattle. No. Nope. I think that. I'm oh, not, I forgot. Yeah, I'm not going to give up on my man Russell Wilson. I think that again they have some flaws. Well, well, let's talk about Wilson. What has he done in the playoffs lately? Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Recently, oh, Max, yeah. Max, that, Max. That had, you want to talk about? Okay, Max, Max. Let's you you want to talk about why? Look at what Russell Wilson has had to work with. Okay, for a lot of his career, too. Since Marshawn Lynch, shaky running game at times. Offensive line has been piss poor. After the Legion of Boom, the defense was not nearly as good, and he still gets his team to the playoffs. Matt Safford, what, just gets a pass? And I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying that the Lions haven't failed him, right? But look at Daniel Jones, Sam Darnold. They get more ridicule than Matt Stafford does, and they have a sixth of his uh, experience in the league. And and both rosters are worse. Well, I'll say both offenses, talent-wise, comparable with the Lions. But you, you, you're a big uh, you, you're a big quarterback hater. You, you hate quarterbacks. If they're not Eli Manning, Rodgers, or Wilson, n- nope, not in your book. You want nothing to do with them. No, Max, it's just, I mean, I like, I, I'm so, I'm so, like, again, 12 years under his belt and three playoff appearances, zero wins. I get it, he doesn't have... I mean, well, look, look, I'll help you this way. 
Megatron retired early and Barry Sanders retired early because of the Lions franchise. Do they get passes not making playoffs, winning playoff games? Well, we don't hold those positions to the same level as we do quarterbacks. Well, I mean, yeah, I, well, you know my you know my spiel on the whole quarterback team thing. Well, I think you're just too soft on quarterbacks because you don't know what a real quarterback soft. looks like. As a Jets <laughs> fan, go, yeah. As a Jets fan, oh my god, but Max, yeah, I know that that makes me lesser than a man, I guess. Yes, exactly, <laughs> it does, it does. But Max, no, I'm not putting them above Russell Wilson, my Russell Wilson, and the Seattle Seahawks. I think the 49ers... They stuck it up in the playoffs this year, I by think, the way. I think the 49ers... I, where was Matt Stafford in the playoffs? Well, he's on the line. Oh, so Matt oh, Patricia's that's weird. head coach. That's weird. Yeah, who's his head coach, that's Victor? Weird. Who was it? Patricia. Your guy, your guy, Matt Patricia. Max, um... Sit up straight, Victor. You're for, slouching. I can see it through the mic. 40, 49ers, Max. They're getting guys back healthy, right? I do think Robert, Robert Sala was a big loss, right? But they still have talent on that defense. I think that they're going to cut ties with Garoppolo and improve at the quarterback position this offseason. Yeah, that, that seems like the, that's what uh, the narrative is. But I, I don't know. I think it's too early to be saying who's going to be what and what division. The agency hasn't happened yet. The draft hasn't yeah, happened well, yet. Wait, like, so. just, well, okay. So let me ask you this. Matt Stafford, now that he's off the market, what does this mean for the rest of the QBs that are currently or will be on the market? Are you now still in on Deshaun Watson, knowing that it's going to take you a couple of first-round yeah. draft picks, a couple of young defense, defensive studs, Maxwell? Well, that's just, I mean, that's just hearsay. You know, it's just, Mr. I don't listen to national media. That's what the national media is oh, saying. No, I'm and just saying. I actually, Look at you. I actually, I actually think that Deshaun Watson will start the year with the Houston Texans. Yeah, he could. I mean, you know, they don't have to trade him, even though if you want to trade or whatever, you know, yeah, they don't have to trade him. Yeah, I just I don't know. I, I was just so confused on how uh, you know people lost their mind about Stafford. I'm thinking I, I don't know. I just I view trades completely different than other people. And if you're the Rams too, they hate first round picks anyways. No, they, and, you know, they have this they have this window, so capitalize on it if you can. No, yeah, and, and again, you you even know my take on draft picks. This was again, it's just more so because I don't know if I would have given that much up for Matt Stafford. But you know my take on draft picks. You need to turn those draft picks into the right yeah. players, the right guys. Just because they gave them up doesn't mean that the Detroit Lions will be a better franchise, pick the right guys. Again, Max, I think that the Detroit Lions, we just talked about it with the NBA, with um, the Wizards and Minnesota Timberwolves, Lions have been one of the worst sports franchises in the last two decades as well. <laughs> And it doesn't yeah. <laughs> seem like it, it It doesn't matter who they bring in. They just can't get things right. But if I'm the Rams, I just, I think I would have waited and seen what else I could have gotten. Again, they apparently, apparently they made a run at Aaron Rodgers, but the Packers were adamant they were not trading him. Again, I don't think that he's going anywhere. But I don't know. This is an and move to me. Now imagine being Jared Goff, though, Matt. I mean, uh, Max. Imagine going from L.A., you're, you know, the typical L.A. kid, right, guy with the long blonde hair, the locks and everything, and then he gets traded to Detroit. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely those, those Those paychecks don't, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But, all right, so, Max, going off of the Stafford deal, though, according to sources... The one team he did not 
want to be traded to <laughs> was the New England Patriots. And I actually think that I thought the Patriots were going to make a run at Stafford. But apparently that was the one team he did not want to be traded I wonder to. why. Stop it. Stop it. Later, after the trade news broke, Danny Amendola came out this week and said Brady was the Patriot way during that New England oh, dynasty. Oh, well, no, no, time out. You, why didn't Stafford want to go to the Patriots, Victor? Why, why didn't he want to go? Because he, because you know why? If that's true, he's soft. He's soft. He didn't want the challenge. Because of Matt Patricia. <laughs> oh, Wow. I didn't wait, you didn't you it. didn't know that. No, I no. Oh, yeah, that's why it was reported cuz Patricia's there, he wants nothing to do with them. Is that you confirmed? Know yeah, I swear I'm not lying, yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Okay. Come on, Victor, do your homework. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a reason. Wow, okay. All right, because no, because Max, then they got me. I I, I was looking on main <laughs> main mainstream like ESPN and stuff. Because uh, I was just going to talk about Danny Amendola coming out this week saying Brady was the Patriot way during the New England dynasty, not Belichick, right? Yep. I, did, I thought it was a, a sequence of events, honestly. Okay. Here, I'll keep going. I'll, I'll DM you. Uh, All right, I'll yeah. See, I, I want to DM see. you it. Okay. All right. Well, so this changed a little bit, but still. Brady, of <laughs> course, reached another Super Bowl. This will be his 10th of his career. First one without being part of the... New England Patriots, while the Patriots found themselves with a losing record and missing the playoffs. Max, okay. Subtract what I said about Stafford, right? Danny Amendola coming out with what he said. Brady making it his first year off the Patriots. Should we start questioning Belichick more? Should we be reading into this, or what do you think? Uh, No, I think it's just a down year. Um, you know, those, not that we really remember, but I, I was kind of doing some, because I remember I saw that, I was a little, uh, I was like, that's a little weird, but, you know, those early 2000 Patriots teams that winning Super Bowl, they didn't really win because of Tom Brady. I mean, there was a defense, it was military, they had an amazing defense, ground game. So, no, I, I think that's just a recency bias, and I think, uh, you know, if people, I think people have gotten, when Danny left New England, he went like on a little, he had like a little YouTube channel. He kind of ripped Bill a little bit, so they, it seemed that they got a little beef with those two. And Danny's a Tom guy, so he's just sticking up for his boy, which is you know what happens. Yeah, um, I agree. I, I, I'm waiting for your DM. I apologize for the delay. But, oh no, no, I'm looking for it. Um, but I I agree, Max. And honestly, Danny Amendola should be thanking both men because without him. Really, his career would be a disappointment, and why he was able to get a big contract after his days with the Patriots. But I digress. You know, again, Max, I think that this was a tough year for New England. I think that, listen, we saw that not everyone could be quarterback of the Buccaneers and get them to the Super Bowl last year, right? Because Jameis Winston was part of the illustrious 30 for 30 club, right? They definitely needed an improved, they needed improvement at the quarterback position, right? They ran out and got Tom Brady. Talent-wise, between those two rosters is uncomparable. First off, the Patriots had multiple players sit out this season 
they opted out due to the coronavirus pandemic. Second of all, to me, with a team that was basically, what, 90% the same as last year, it's a lot easier to plug in a piece than rework an entire roster. And that Patriots team wasn't very different from last year. And that was a Tom Brady-led team that lost in the AFC wildcard game to the Titans. So talent-wise, uncomparable. Buccaneers blow the Patriots out of the water. Tom Brady was given everything and anything he needed. He got his buddy, Antonio Brown, right? He got the former first-round draft pick of the Jaguars, Leonard Fournette. He got an offensive lineman in the first round of the draft. The defense really played above their expected level of play. It's Listen, it was a tough year, down year. Belichick gambled and lost with Cam Noon. Once he finds his next quarterback, who I think will be Garoppolo, if not, they'll draft a quarterback this year. I think he'll be able to turn things around. Yeah, I um like everything you said. I, it was just one of those years where it just didn't work out for him because of COVID, and it's just Cam Newton after he had COVID it looked like he you know he couldn't even throw a football really. Damaged goods. Uh, Damaged goods. Yeah, they look like it sadly. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's just yeah you know I think that's it's easy thing. I mean I don't like the Patriots, Belichick, Brady. Uh, but yeah, it's it's you know Belichick. They they've been solid for years, and you know let's not forget the Matt Castle year, year too when they went ten and six, but then they still missed the playoffs. Yep. No, I know. So, I know. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Completely agree. But all right, Max, let's move on to obviously biggest game of the year, biggest game of of this week. It's bittersweet because it's the last game of the NFL season, the Super Bowl, Super Bowl Fifty Four, the Kansas City Chiefs in their second straight Super Bowl against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, their first Super Bowl since 2002. Brady, like I said, is playing in his 10th Super Bowl. He's seeking his 7th Super Bowl ring. This would be... He already has the most Super Bowl rings as a player in NFL history. But if Brady recorded his 7th, he would have more than all of the NFL franchises in the league. The Chiefs, on the other hand, are looking to be the first team to repeat since the 2003-2004 Patriots, who were led by Tom Brady. Andy Reid, Mahomes, looking for their second Super Bowl ring, and this would be the Chiefs' third Super Bowl win in franchise history. Max, a lot, a lot of storylines. Great, great, great quarterbacks going up against each other. There's offensive talent across the board. There's solid defenses. Max, who do you think the X factor in this game will be? I think it will be not a not a certain player, but I think it's going to be the Bucks D line and the Chiefs Chiefs uh, O line. Okay, all right. I... That kind of concerns me. For the Chiefs. Yeah, well, here's the thing, Max. They, the Buccaneers' defensive line, gave Aaron Rodgers hell last weekend. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, two weekends ago. 
and that's how you beat great quarterbacks. You can't. And their left tackles out too, probably the best in the league. Yes, Eric, or, or what his name is Eric Fisher. No, I'm, I'm talking about um, Green Bay's, but yeah, Fisher too, obviously. Oh, oh, oh! I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, but Max, that is a very important matchup because. First off, not only applying pressure to Mahomes, but keeping him in the pocket because most, a lot of his plays, a lot of his amazing plays that he makes downfield happen once he leaves the pocket, once he scrambles around and finds guys downfield. I like that match. I like that matchup. It'll be a crucial matchup in this game, Max, but I'm going with Steve Spagnol. Steve Spagnolo of the Kansas City Chiefs, the defensive <laughs> coordinator. Why, Max? I, I played why. the clip earlier. 13 years ago, he perfected a game plan against Tom Brady, the most prolific passer in the game at that point. And he completely shut them down by applying pressure, by making Brady hear footsteps, by making him rattled. He has to do the exact same thing on Sunday in the Super Bowl. He cannot let he, he cannot allow Brady find all of his weapons from Gronk to Godwin to Evans A B. He has to get in Tom Brady's face that defensive line of the Chiefs bringing more guys. He needs to hide his schemes. He needs to follow that game plan he did when he beat Brady thirteen years ago. Because if you give Tom Brady all all the time in the world, he's gonna pick you apart. Both these guys, Pat uh, Patrick Mahomes and Brady, these guys are artists. They 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 um they basically perfected their craft. They're two of the best to ever do it in the game, not just in the league, but to ever do it. You need to get them off their game. You need to hit them in the mouth. You need to get them off balance, rattled. So Max, you gotta do it early. Gotta do it early and often. Exactly, Max. What's your prediction? Whew. I, 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 I don't like saying this, but I'm going Tampa Bay thirty-one, Kansas City twenty-seven. Max, I will go opposite with you. I'm gonna go Kansas City. 38, Tampa Bay, I'll, I'll go 28, 38, 28. Okay. Yeah, yep. Yeah. But Max, uh, again, I'm just really hoping for a good game. I'm hoping that yeah. the quarterback play lives up to the hype. I, again, I don't think I'll be too distraught if either team wins. Uh, again, I'm rooting for the Chiefs, but... Besides Antonio Brown, I wouldn't be too upset by any. I, and I, I just want to pick out a player in particular because I think that he's matured a lot. He's grown up a lot since he was traded from the Giants. And he was never one of my favorites with the team. I'm very thankful that he was part of that 2011 Super Bowl team because without him, we don't get anywhere close to Super Bowl. But JPP, Jason Pierre-Paul, think about his story, yeah. the comeback. Yeah after the amputation of one or two of his fingers, to still be able to be playing at a high level 
hey, you got to give respect where respect is due. So I, I wouldn't be too upset to see the Buccaneers win either. I'm just really hoping for a good game. I'm going to be... I'm yeah. going to be eating my body weight and food. Max, I, whatever you end up doing, I hope you have a great time. Make sure you go check out his articles on fan side, correct, Max? Yep. Yep, he has one out right now. Um, you'll definitely learn a thing or two about the game of basketball. I read it earlier. Great writer. Knows the stuff. Max, your Twitter handle and Instagram? Max Marshall, uh, one three six. All right, and at Victor Pus Terry on Twitter, at Victor J Pus Terry on Instagram. Make sure you like us on Facebook, Old School of Sport. Follow us on Twitter at Old School of Sport. Until next time, thank you for listening to another edition, another episode of Old School of Sport.